All right, welcome to this episode of the Bo Boys. We are talking about the weekend of the first November first. We're oh, yeah. recording on November second, Saturday. We are. We're getting the early numbers in. We got a lot of stuff to do, so we're we're going to jump on the weekend. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. We're the Bo Boys. Fuck it, we're doing it live. It's a raw feed. Yeah, it's a raw feed. Um, raw feed on a Saturday. Here we go. Yeah. Um, you know, so these numbers aren't going to be completely accurate, but the I story mean, is accurate. The story is accurate, and the story is dark fate. Twenty-seven mil. I felt I, like for a I second projected. I, yes. Yes, that's right. I had it bombing, but at least hitting In like 30s. thirty, thirty-one. You said under 30, and you're going to be right because, again, it's Saturday. So as of Saturday, they're saying 27 million. I would not be shocked if this number is even lower when this weekend is done. Could be. I mean, it's still going to go to number one. Yes. Definitely, because Joker's number two, and it's not even close. But it's, it's like Maleficent, this is another soft one. This is a flaccid one. It is so soft. Yeah, this is cream cheese. And this is a cream cheese opening. So we need to say definitively now that this franchise is done. Yes. Because if you bring Cameron back, you bring Linda Hamilton back, you bring Arnie back. Yeah. I mean, Arnie was only gone for one movie. Yeah. But he was you, always back, but they made it seem like he might not be back. Well, and, and I think with this movie, they did it. They tried to do the job of making people think, oh, he wasn't in the other ones that he was in. Uh huh. Like they tried to sell this as like a shock uh-huh. that Arnie's back. Like when you see that trailer, they open the door and it's Arnold there. They're like, oh, that's a crazy moment, everyone. Meanwhile, the audience knows like, no, he's always in. Them. Because for a second, I was thinking, was he not in the third but he was in the third. No, he, he was, was a in the, big part of the third. Yeah, he was the star of the third movie. Yeah. It was another Terminator movie. He was then not in Salvation, which was the future one with Christian Bale. Yeah, where they were soft rebooting it. Yeah, and then he was in the last one, which was Genesis, which seemed that... I, the Yeah, let's just talk about this franchise is a dead franchise. This franchise is dead. People have, have not wanted this franchise for the last two movies for sure. Well, and we were talking last week about how uh, this these movies are are not for kids. The kids don't want to see this. No. And it played out this weekend. 72% of the people who went and saw this movie were over the age of 25. Now, that does seem... Now, 25 seems young to some people, it's but old. that is old for the demo of who you want to go to the theater. Right, right. And the, it, it was like 23% under 25. You're not going to have a big movie unless it's uh, an R-rated movie that is going to do business that way. Yeah, you can't have a blockbuster where teenagers have zero interest in this. Yeah. And teenagers have no interest in the Terminator movies. They vaguely remember Arnold as a politician. Yes. They, yeah, that's so long ago now. Yeah. They're like, why am I going to see a movie with an old governor? They don't know he's no, an actor. No, they don't know he's an actor. He's had no... He's had very... He's had no success since uh, before he, he was a governor. Yeah, his last hit movie was Terminator 3. Wow. Arnold has not been a movie star. Listen, he is a legend. Mm-hmm. 
we bow at the altar of Arnold, biggest movie star of the 80s, but he is not been a movie star in a very long time. Teenagers do not know him as a movie star. Does he have any box office shine left? It's all gone. All gone. All gone. If a Terminator movie is not going to be a hit, there's nothing else that Arnold... Like, Arnold could end up in a hit movie because who knows? He could just get himself in a good movie that's a hit. He could be in a DC or Marvel movie. Exactly. The only value Arnold has is that, is being a... The thing, though, is that's one of his, like, all-time most infamous flops is being a DC villain in Batman and Robin. That's true. You You know who would maybe... I don't want to say it's so sad saying throw him a bone, but like James Gunn puts him in a Suicide Squad because right. at least then because he puts well, he, Stal- put, like, he puts Stallone in Guardians yeah. and Stallone still has some shimmer. I mean, he could release a bigger star than Arnold. He could release a Rambo movie that does decent box office with just him in it, right? And he's got Creed, so he's still got the Rambo going. So right. He has he has more glimmer, but yeah, you got. I mean, it's it's hero franchise or nothing for. Stallone, I mean, for uh, Schwarzenegger right now, which is heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. That Arnold being in a big ensemble superhero movie is probably the closest he could get to being in a hit anymore. But yeah, back to Terminator. In retrospect, Terminator was a all-time great movie with Terminator 2, one of the biggest hits ever. A very good, well-liked movie in the first one which was not a blockbuster it was just a hit like independent sci-fi movie yes and i'll go i'm going to talk about the openings and the cumes of those movies in our wayback machine because finally i found a website that's not charging me called the it's called the numbers that's the new one forget box office mojo no we're all about the numbers we're all about the numbers now so the dash numbers Dot com. The dash is big. The dashes will let you know what's good. Yeah. Because the numbers without the dash is probably porno. It's got to be It porno. just probably is. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to know what those numbers are. Exactly. So if you're at work, you got to put the dash. Yes. No dash, That's you're getting fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the dash, you're getting solid charts of box office history, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. So what I was saying is the Terminator franchise is not a franchise. It is a great movie, a good movie. And then a bunch of sequels that nobody wanted. It is not IP. It is not. Uh, a, it is not even a batch of like beloved characters. It is people loved the first two movies, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This is not a property anymore. I there's think not a TV show here. Nope. There's not a streamer here. Nope. There's definitely no more movies. The Terminator. It should have ended when he dipped himself into the acid or whatever at the end of Terminator Two. But it is over now. I mean, this is the same thing with Men in Black. It's the same thing with Ghostbusters. And this is not anything to do with the the fact that it was a female reboot. It's the fact that it's not an IP that people are interested in. It was the characters that they were yes. interested it in. It was a single movie that people liked. Ghostbusters yeah. was a movie that people liked and a sequel that opened well and then they didn't want it anymore. Uh-huh. It is not uh, the Marvel Universe or Star Wars or one of those. And even, even, I mean, even Star Wars, you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we're going to talk a lot about Star Wars. They're in the successful, months, but, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Terminator is it is done. They can't do this again. No, they, they got to stop. But we said, I mean, we said that with Genesis, and 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 
the and entertainment industry said that with Genesis. But and they, Cameron was the le- bringing Cameron back, and again, he didn't direct this. No, he was a producer, and I think he got a story by credit. It was but just like, his stamp of approval, right. the same way that Carpenter approved the new Halloween, right? Which did Buffa Bobo, right? But it gave people something new mm-hmm. with Terminator. They basically were just like doing Genesis again, because this is with like saying you able to put Cameron's name in the trailer, which. If Cameron's not directing it, then it's not a big event. No. It's not a big event. So, I, yeah, I mean, this movie, they tried to Force Awakens it. Mm-hmm. They tried to bring the old cast in to hand it off to a new cast, which nobody wants. A new, it, nobody wants a new cast of the old thing they liked. They didn't want Harrison Ford... Passing Indiana Jones's hat to Shia LaBeouf. Mm. They don't want uh, Luke Skywalker and and Princess Leia to hand off the lightsabers to Ray. To Ray and to uh, I can't even think of these <laughs> yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Star Wars characters. Nobody wants these new characters. And they didn't want somebody else playing Han Solo. No, they just want the old timers. And you know what? They just want. They're old VHS tapes. That's what they want. Yeah. Is there a way to resell them VHS tapes at a premium now? Right. That would probably make more money. I mean, it it would if it made a dollar in profit, it would be more profitable than Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, Dark Terminator, Fate is going to lose some people a lot of money. Yeah. Because, you know, we focus on domestic here. But looking at the opening, it opened soft in China. That China was their big hope. Yeah, because China saved Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ch- China was the reason why there was even thoughts of doing a sequel. Right. right. After Genesis. Right. And now China has turned their back. Right. So that is not good. Yeah, Dark Fate is, It's you know what? It reminds me a lot of Dark Phoenix. It is just a franchise that people had said goodbye to long before and they just cranked out an extra movie well also there was some uh bad it was a troubled production which this always seems to come out no matter if a movie does well or bad yeah okay dark fate but when it's uh, a troubled production say like venom which goes on to do buffa bobo it's let's chuckle about this right but when it's a troubled production with dark fate it's blamed right right because Tim Miller, the director who did this movie, butted heads with Cameron, and Cameron kind of put him on blast recently saying, Tim wanted to make it his movie, and I said to him, hey, I have a little bit more experience with this franchise, but who knows? That's that's coming from a guy who, you know, wants to control everything. And that also sounds like Cameron saw cuts of this movie. Distancing himself. He smelled that bomb, and yeah, he wanted to get away. He wanted to get get away from this bomb as as hard as he could and you know what when the avatar movies come out and if they do buffa bobo then we can say you know what cameron knew what he was talking about because he has a track record of success oh listen i'm sure he was right yeah because they've made all these terminator movies two of them were great and they were the ones he made and all the other ones that he had nothing to do with stunk and were varying degrees of box office disappointments Mm -hmm. so yeah, Cameron Cameron gets zero zero blame for this. He no. basically came in to throw his name on something to do them a favor. And he didn't want to fight. He said, "I just go with what I want. I have success in this avenue in this right. arena. 
And, you know, nothing – I don't know anything about Tim Miller. Obviously, he wanted to put his stamp on it, and I understand that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But put your stamp on the sequel after this one when this is a success. Right. Then then you could do your Terminator where the Terminator is, like, cursing all the time and talking to the camera. A- a- exactly, yeah. And the, the Terminator jumps into a lobster <laughs> uh, bowl or whatever he did. Yeah. Well, that wasn't Tim Miller didn't do that he didn't do Venom? Though you just said he did Venom. No, he... Oh, he did just Deadpool. He just did Deadpool. But I'm okay. saying, um, I think Fleischer... I believe right, right, Fleischer, did, Fleischer did Venom. Did Venom, right, and right. they had an issue, those gotcha, two. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, Yeah, him and um, uh, Tom Hardy. Gotcha, gotcha. But the movie made uh, $80, $800 million. Um, because people wanted Venom. They didn't want any more Terminators. Mm-hmm. So should we look at the rest of this top five? So this Again, is the, these are the Saturday estimates. And this is the tenuous top five. Uh, we're going to do this once in a while because sometimes we have to do this earlier than Sunday night. So right. this is our tenuous top five. Right. But what it looks like is Joker is going to be number two. And that's going to be 100%. It's creeping on to 300 mil domestic. Wow. And, so that's uh, stunning. It's stunning how well Joker is done. Yeah. And what, like 900 worldwide as of now? Yeah. It, well, it's getting up there. Uh, it's almost 900. It's like 863. It'll probably be a little bit higher after this yeah. weekend. So it'll be touching the tip of nine. Um, touching that tip of nine. Yeah. So, Good but Joker. domestically, Joker is currently in sixth place. Uh, Wait. Joker is all-time sixth place? No, no, no. Okay, sorry. All-time sixth place domestic, yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Not... That is insane. Do, do you know what's above it? Um, well, it's got to be Force Awakens. It's got to no, be... R-rated, R-rated. Oh, R-rated, R-rated. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's less mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, I didn't say R-rated. Be... I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, R-rated, yeah. Um, R-rated would be... Well, can you let's see Deadpool? You, the first Deadpool? First Deadpool is second. Is second, second all time, 363 um, mil. A Matrix movie is the first Matrix in there? Is it higher? No, it's right under. Matrix Reloaded is 281 and it's at 7, so it's right under. Not your basic instinct. Um, that <laughs> basic instinct did not make 300 million dollars. But it made like 200 something, I it, think. It made a good amount. Um Saving Private Ryan, is that up there? No. That's in the twos. Let me let me help you. Okay, give me so, give me some clues. Well, well, so well, what's the no, number one? Give me a clue. Number one is a movie from a director who uh, was an actor, directed a few other movies, won an Oscar oh, for directing. Wait, is it um, is it Passion of the Christ? Oh, you know it's Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ is the number one R-rated movie of all time. Yep. Wow. Domestic. Number two is Deadpool. Number two is Deadpool. Okay. Was an, uh, give me a clue for number three. Another actor turned director, but he's more well known as a director now. Another actor known as a director. He but puts out a movie every year of varying varying quality and varying. Oscar. Woody Allen? No. no. <laughs> um, yeah, Annie Hall. Annie Hall. <laughs> um, wait, an actor, a former actor who's a director who puts out a movie every year. He's of not really former. Quality. He's still he he was in a hit last year. That he directed. Oh, wait. What could this be? A big actor. Oh, Clint. Mm-hmm. Oh, American Sniper. And American Sniper, three, wow. 350. And then you said Joker was number six? Joker's number six. Okay, wait. Let me. What else could be top R-rated if it's not a Matrix movie? Oh, well, give me a clue for number four. 
Uh, number four what came out of nowhere a couple years ago to shatter to shatter like uh, records and people's expectations. It's a horror yeah, movie. Nowhere a horror movie. Um. Oh, it the first yep. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and twenty-seven. Whoa. And then, yeah, it too wouldn't be number five. No. Around when did number five come out? Number five came out last year. It's a sequel to one of the movies in the top five. Oh, so Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Okay. There we go. So Joker has a good chance of probably going over Deadpool 2 and maybe it. Because it's at 327. I doubt it's getting to 350 to beat Sniper. But worldwide is where it's at now. So if wow. it's worldwide, if it it probably won't make it to a billion, but that's it's not gonna be a billion dollar baby, but that's completely else. Can I where is the hangover in that R rated all time? Eight. Is eight two seventy seven. Right and under then Matrix Reload. Three have gotta be in the top twenty. Two is nine. Two hundred and fifty four mil. And no, the the third one only made one hundred something. So it's so pretty then low. Right now, Todd Phillips has three of the all-time top 10 R-rated earners of all time. That's why he's getting uh, carte blanche at Warner Brothers. You gotta. Because when you look at this... The guy is a movie star director. You've got... He's an above the title. This is a hit because Todd Phillips is the director. director. Wow. So Warner Brothers... Invest in talent, and you can see it's paid off because number 15 is A Star is Born, 215 mil. He's also a guy that's getting carte blanche at Warner Brothers. Clint, Clint. we talked about earlier. And uh, and your boy, what's his face? Todd Phillips. Just, Todd Phillips. Just, he's yeah. not my boy. Don't put it on the internet that he's my boy. He's your boy. From way back. No, no, no. Definitely not from way back. And also not from recent interviews. But I do respect I respect his box office. You love that Gigi Allen uh, documentary he did. You know, I haven't seen it. But, Hated. You'd uh, like it. I'd probably like it. Yeah. yeah. So Joker still doing his thing. Here's okay. B.O. blind spot. B.O. boy blind spot. It was a blind spot. We admit our blind spots. We did not even talk about Harriet. No. And it is coming in maybe at number three or number four because right now it's a wider release than I thought it was getting just from glancing at what was coming out. I didn't realize it was uh, it was getting that big of a release. yeah. I thought it was going to be a, a, a slow expansion. Yeah, a motherless Brooklyn situation. It's, yeah, um, which we'll get to in a second. Oh boy, um, barely, barely, barely. But uh, Maleficent, it's looking right now is ten point four in fourth. Harriet ten point six in third. Those could swap. It could flip flop, but I think the story is Harriet's going to open around ten, and that's a abo- that's uh at the top and even above its tracking. Great. So we didn't expect it. We thought it would be just low enough to be under Adam's family and uh and uh, Double Tap Zombieland too. So we listen. We admit we did not give it the respect it uh it deserved. Who knows if it's going to be... It's probably going to be in the top 10 next week unless it's going to be... Well, top low, five. Yeah. I'm sorry. Top uh, five next week because we got a lot of openers we got right, to talk right, about. Right. But um, yeah, so then you've got Adam's Family at number five. So like our top 10s, of course, we got Harriet wrong. So, so it screwed totally everything, blows everything up. up. Yeah. Uh, but you were closer because you had Adam's Family still in the in the top five. So then Double Tap... Is going to be like, 
a moderate success when all said and done maybe yeah. an underperformer it's it's hardcore came in it's right now doing a little bit worse than the original at this moment like uh probably cost more yeah i'm gonna bet the sequel costs a little more you're not gonna get emma stone for free unless right. she said hey i want to do this because i'm a cool person possible but then you're getting some points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ain't doing this movie for uh, scale if she ain't getting points. Right, right. That's She's sure. got to be making more. They all have to be making more than they did the first time, other than maybe Jesse Eisenberg, his quote is lower and, than it was then. And I also think... Abby Breslin? A A Abigail Breslin. Is, yeah. Yeah. So Woody and Emma probably got either higher quotes or some points. Back end. Eisenberg probably did a little bit of catering on set. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe move some boxes around. He to, unpacked to the kind bars for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it if you're Jesse Eisenberg making a big movie in 2019. Uh, so we don't know exactly where it landed, but Motherless Brooklyn, as we mentioned before, three mil. This is a movie that only costs about 26, but That's a lot it was rolled a movie opening at three mil. It was rolled out wide. It was being pushed as a as a. Uh, Oscar movie as an award season movie and it seems to not have much traction it's unfortunate because it is an old fashioned type adult movie and you know it didn't connect with audiences here's what I'll say though uh, and again we don't talk about quality of the movies and I haven't seen this movie I saw this movie but I've read the book and loved it and long time ago they also made it way too late you needed to make this a couple of years after the book came out that's all these things but they made a movie that you said they they put the setting in the past. In the past. Uh -huh. So it took place in the 50s? Yeah, I believe like 50s so. Or yes, 60s, yeah, because it was after World War II. Whereas the book takes place modern time. Which was the nine, late 90s. Why are you setting a movie in the 50s? It makes it so much harder of a sell. Like, again, just looking at it from box office. That makes this movie so much less attractive. I feel like Ed Nor Edward Norton, who directed this movie, wanted a certain thing, and he did it. And it's on him that it didn't connect. Yes. I don't think that what he did was bad, but I do think it might not have been... It wasn't box office. No, it wasn't aimed for box office. And you know what? Twenty-six million is nothing to sneeze at. No, no. So because those Blumhouse movies are made for five million, that's a thing. And if they open at three, that's a disappointment. He needed to make this movie for single digits, uh -huh. or he needed to make it at the price he made it, but have a better eye on making a box office hit. Yeah, and I don't think that that was his intention. We talk about box office here, so this movie might might be. You know, he wasn't – I think he wanted to do well, but I think the intention was not for it to be a movie that teenagers were going to go see. Right. And that's an issue. Well, you know what it is? This movie needed to be great for it to do anything in the box office. Yeah. This movie needed to be a very clear Best Picture nominee for people to feel like they needed to see it. Yes. Because a mediocre or even like semi-positively reviewed – drama set in the 50s will not do box office the mm -hmm. only way this does box office is if people read the headlines that i gotta see this it's going to be up for best picture yes now um before we get into what's coming out next week and what we're gonna guess is the top five okay we have to say a little bit of something about last week's episode okay because 
when we recorded last week's episode, mm-hmm. we had information from the studios that Joker was going to beat Maleficent at the box office. And this is direct information. This they w- had released their numbers. They released their numbers. Turns out their numbers were wrong. So what we have from last week is that Maleficent actually beat Joker by less than uh, a little bit more a little bit more than a hundred thousand dollars. It was very tight. Uh, so that and it was not right. It was not right. So Maleficent actually went to number one. Joker did not go jump back to number one as Pat yeah. said. So I was right. Yes. Anyway, I think the the issue here is the studios have got to start doing a better job of releasing completely accurate numbers yes. by Sunday night. Absolutely. Because you have a show like this that is giving information to the people. Mm-hmm. The people are coming here so that they can get the information they need to go about their day, live their lives as intelligently as possible. So they could go to the water cooler at work and say, hey, isn't it nuts that Joker jumped back up to number one in its third weekend and the people at work are going to be impressed. They're going to say, wow, you know that? And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that about the Joker. And they're going to say, hey, do you want to work on the so-and-so project? It's a big deal. This is a big chance for you to step it up and make a name for yourself in this company. Mm-hmm. People need to be able to have the information to get to that point in their careers. But you know what happened last weekend? If they did that, then... They're all happy because they've got this new position. They're working on this new project. Right. The person who hired them for the project goes back, looks on thenumbers.com, the-numbers.com, and sees, what the fuck? Joker's number two. This fucking liar. They're over there lying about shit? I'm not going to have them on the project. Right. So you you took- I have liars on the project. You took food out of that person's mouth. That that person's going to go home and go to their partner and say, you know, I had a chance- to be on this project, but then I got fired, and they're going to say, why? Is it box office related? And they'll say, no, because they're a liar, really. Right, Gen- they're right, actually right, a liar, right, but right. in this case, Everyone's they weren't lying. lying. Yeah, we all know everybody this lies. This is impossible to follow. Well, because point. they're talking to their partner, so of course they have to lie. Yeah. But they smell a rat. They know. They say, no, you always talk about box office, and you think you know what you're talking about, and you don't. You don't. You listen to these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And you listen to B.O. Boys, and I know that's what this is about. I know you were fired because of something faulty you heard on B.O. Boys. And then she leaves her husband because this main character has been male the whole time. Sorry, That's, that's a twist. Just... That is a twist. Yeah, yeah. You thought we were going to do the double twist, but it was always the original, you know, it was a male lead character. Okay, I was, imagine... I was imagining a male lead character. So, yeah, there you go. You got what you expected. And she leaves him. Uh-huh. And she leaves him. All because it all started from the studios, Warner Brothers, and Disney put out faulty information. Yeah. It led to someone losing their job. It led to the end of a marriage. All because they didn't give completely accurate Sunday night numbers for what Maleficent and Joker did at the box office that weekend. So with that said. With that said. We are we are saying that we are recording on Saturday. So I would not go around talking about where... Uh, Harriet Maleficent landed. Yes. What I would talk about is Terminator Dark Fate underperforming. Yes. So don't give numbers. Just say it underperformed. It's probably going to be in the 20s. Yeah. High 20s. Yeah. It's going to be around 27. 
But the main thing is you tell your boss Terminator Dark Fate bombed. Yes, you can definitively say that. Yes. You will not lose your job. You will not lose your partner. Right. You will not lose uh, any sort of respect that you had, if you had any. No. We can't guarantee that you started with any respect, but we can guarantee you won't lose anymore. Yeah, it's a push. So, all that said, Warner Brothers, Disney, do better. Do better. Be better. Be best. Okay, well, I wish we could edit that out. Um, yeah, sorry. It's a raw food. Fuck it's it. A raw feed. That's Fuck the cough for this. That's the cough for this. Uh, cough moment of the week. Cough moment of the week. A uh, vague political reference. <laughs> so, next week, I don't think we're going to have to worry about some of these uh, stayovers like Adam's family or even Maleficent. Right. Because we got some, we got four new movies. To talk wow. About. It's been a while since we had this many. Wow. The big one to talk about is the Ewan McGregor starer, which is a sequel to The Shining, mm-hmm. Dr. Sleep. It's opening and it's there. So we're at Box Office Pro. They're saying anywhere between 23 and 33. They're saying 25. So they're going low. What I'm going to say is when they go low, I go high. Mm-hmm. There you go. There we go. Because Maleficent underperformed. Dark Fate underperformed. Yep. They stayed home. I'm, I'm totally with you. So I'm going to say above 25. Yes. I'm going to say this is going to be a surprise. I think it goes above its tracking. I think it goes I, into the mid-30s. I think it's going to go mid-30s. Yep. Absolutely. I 100%. agree with that. Because people are starved. I think people are going to go to the theater again this weekend because there's also another movie that I think could surprise, and that is Last Christmas. Mm. Well, now, let, let's just stay on Doctor Sleep okay. for a second. So Doctor Sleep, I'm totally with you. It is a horror movie, which people, they love horror movies. And yeah. horror movies, when they're good, overperform. Like this, it's obviously not going to do it numbers, but this feels like it has some ittiness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think... 35 million feels possible. Yeah. And people love The Shining. The Shining, it, unlike The Terminator, we haven't had a new Shining since the beginning, since the one people love. Yes. And it is one of those movies that has stayed in the consciousness for the entire time since it's left. It has become, there are scenes that are just in the pop culture lexicon. There are, the you know, the hotel itself. I think people are going to be really psyched to go back to the Overlook. Well, here's the thing. You know what was the scene in a movie that did really well yep. a couple years ago, Ready Player One? That's what I was thinking, too. The yeah. best scene of that movie and the scene that everybody calls out is the scene where they go into the hotel from The Shining. I, I mean, I don't know how long this has been in development, but... That's what I thought when I saw the first trailer for Dr. Sleep is I thought of that scene from Murder Player One and I was thinking they they felt something from that scene. The studio knew how people reacted to that. And I think when that happened, that tells you if you put out something else Shining related, people are going to go to it. So this is a universe you think people want to live in? I think it's a universe people want to go to one more time. One more time. Yeah. I'm not saying this is a property... That is going to be 10 Shining movies. Yes, yeah. But I think it's a movie, it's a property that has a sequel that could be a hit. At the least, it has a sequel that I think is going to open big. Yes. 
Um, you it's, know, who knows if it's going to leg out, but I, I do think opening weekend, it's going to be a, a mini event and 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that is mm-hmm. good. Yes. It's not a run out must see, but it definitely is not bad. Right. I mean, it, the, you know, we, f- however we feel about Rotten Tomatoes, it does dictate some people's decisions, oh, yeah. especially it's a number adults. in your pocket. Yeah. But I do think that kids will see this movie yes also it is a holiday weekend so we're not talking about the three day but i do think when you have that holiday weekend you can blow you can burn one of those days going to the movies Mm -hmm. and then you can you can do whatever you do uh on that extra day right then you go apple then you go apple picking so i do think that that is bodes well for this it's a good title doctor sleep that's cool yeah uh, so we think that's going to overperform. Yes. Now, uh, we think... So last Christmas, what's the projection on that? Last Christmas, we're looking at 15 to 20. Okay. And it's going to open at 17 is what Box Office okay. Pro says. I think that makes sense. It, it actually feels a little high, even though I think this will do well. I, I think this will have like legs. Million. Yeah. I... Um, because, you know, Dr. Sleep, it might just be one of those weekends, too, where people are like, yeah, let's go see something. Let's go see a couple of things. Yeah. it. I think this is going to be just a good overall weekend. So I'll go with it's hard to go higher than 17 million for this movie. Yeah. It also feels like a Netflix movie. Yes. Well, that's the thing. But Amelia Clark has a uh, she had that me before you movie right but that only opened at like 16 right uh so it opened at 18 oh wow uh it opened at 18 in the summer it was counter programming Mm because it was a a a rom-com as well and maybe not a rom-com but it was a romantic drama she see this seems to be her her milieu Mm -hmm. Mm because speaking of somebody she was in that terminator movie she was in genesis and that was not her and that was not her yeah so this we're thinking Rom-coms are bigger now. Mm-hmm. It's a Christmas movie. Maybe it doesn't open, but I think it has legs. I, I'm going to say it's going to be a nudge above 17. Okay. I, I say it that. opens around the same because I think people are going to go to the theater this weekend. I'll say a nudge below 17, but I, I, I think that overall this will be a hit for sure. It's, uh, and it's got the guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, uh, Henry Golding. Henry Golding, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we've got two strong movies opening yes. up. Now we've got another movie. Now remember, this is Veterans Day. Veterans yes. Day weekend, next weekend. So Midway, the Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah. The star-studded movie? I mean, it's... Woody, we love. Woody Harrelson is in it. It's got the trailer. We just watched a trailer where it does that ending where it throws up a ton of names all at once at the end because they don't have a single movie star who's above the title. Yeah. But it's like Woody Harrelson, Patrick Wilson, you know, whoever else is in this. Where they also mix in some people who are total unknowns because they know if you just throw 20 names on screen, you're not going to read all of them. You're just going to see... They oh, there's the, a lot of stars in this. Yeah. Yeah. They think the amount of letters on screen is going to be the draw. Yes. And, you know, save for your, you know, those Gary Marshall holiday movies, very rarely are amounts of letters the draw to a movie. Well, so Woody Harrelson, Patrick Wilson, Dennis Quaid, Luke Evans, Mandy Moore, 
Aaron Eckhart, Nick Aaron Jonas. Aaron Eckhart. God, he he is so that guy he in this is. movie. But the thing is, is that we're looking at dads. Dads yes. need a, a movie to go to. Dads might not go to see Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Uh, they don't go see doctors. We know dads. Dads don't go see doctors. Dads hate doctors. And they have a hard time sleeping. They do. Yeah. Because they don't go to the doctor. Just exactly. go to the doctor for the apnea. Just let's do it, dads. Right. Um, last Christmas, they're not going to go see Last Christmas. Yeah. yeah. That maybe they get pulled to see Last Christmas, but they really want to see Midway. No. And they're, they're dads, the dads' wives are not bringing them to Last Christmas. No. The dads' wives are bringing their friends to yes, see last Christmas. Yes, 100%. So, they want to get away from the dad. Mm-hmm. And the dad doesn't want to think about when his last Christmas is going to take place. That's true. Yeah. But that's why he's not going to the doctor. Right. Because he's like, I don't want to go to the doctor. And, and they say, me. this is my last Christmas. Yeah. It's the big sleep. Yeah. They don't want that. Yeah, so they don't want those two movies. They don't like the combination of those two movies. What they want is to feel like they are only, at worst, midway through their lives. Exactly. So yeah. that's, why, that's what we're saying that I think, although... We, it's, it's, well, what's the name of the movie? It's Midway. Okay. Absolutely. But the thing is, they're forecasting 10 to 15, and they're forecasting 12. Wow. I, I think it's lower. <laughs> so this is that level of a dud. Well, not a dud. I just think Roland oh, Emmerich has... Dude, if it, if it opens at 10 to 15 million for a... a, a uh, he made like it for very low. plane movie. He made it for, I believe, uh, a pretty low amount. I mean, is he using like video game animation? I think he for is. I think I th- the from Are these the trailer scenes from Ge- Gears of War. Or it, I, th- I think so. Okay. Um. So he he made it for I think a low, pretty low budget compared comparatively. I think it's in the fifty millions, which I know is high. Right. But it's low for a Roland Emmerich movie. Right. He used to make Day After Tomorrow type movies for like 150 million. Exactly. So he's you know, he's gonna he's he's cutting back. Right, right. Um but what do we think? Do you think it makes twelve? I guess it makes under yeah, I feel no buzz for this movie. When you said the name of it, I couldn't think of what this was, and then we looked at the trailer and I immediately remembered I've seen this trailer a few times, but it just leaves no impression. I you don't remember any of the stars being in this. Well, you thought it was a social network esque drama about Midway, the video game company. Yes, yes, I so, thought it was about the the company that makes like NBA Jam. Yeah, so that really, I mean, and I think this skews older than us, but we should at least know what it's about. Yeah, so it's a Veterans Day weekend movie. Um, you know, there it's opening on three thousand screens, right? Which it has to because. They got to maximize. Yeah, you're making all your money for this movie on the first weekend. Well, because next weekend, you're going to have the dads coming out in force. Ford versus Ferrari. Right, right. That's the ultimate dad movie. the, The dads probably take the weekend off. You think? Yeah, I don't think the dads come out to Midway in in a big way. I think it's just a dad. I think the dads stay home this weekend. I think so, if you're looking for your dad, he's he's home this weekend. He's out at the movie. So no way on Midway. Do you think this is a disaster? Do you think uh, this goes lower than six million? No, probably not. It that it's so hard for a movie like that to open that low. Black you're, Hat. Black Hat opened at like three million or something. Remember Black I mean, Hat? That's Michael when, Mann. When he's not Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth is like. Box office, but dad, lo- dad, dads love Michael Mann. Um, okay, what do you say? Do you you're are you going for and saying this opens or in around six seven million? <sighs> I think this is a disaster. I yeah, I think six seven million. Okay, yeah, I feel like closer to ten. 
Okay. I'm going to go safe, but uh, either way, this is going to be a, it, this is going to be a huge bomb. It's nothing to write home about. Definitely not. Definitely uh, not. No letters. So next one, playing with fire. This is a kid's movie. John Cena, John Lake Wazamo. Right. Keegan-Michael Key. It's a slime play. Yeah. It's, it's play, it is because John Cena is a, a, uh, a big, big star amongst kids. He's always hosting the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards, that type of stuff. This feels like a movie that they're making to basically make their money on it in streaming. You know, like this is a movie that it's going in the movie theaters. It'll... The movie theater run almost feels like an advertising campaign for when you could see it on, you know, Disney Plus or or HBO Max or whatever. That's company. just so much to put out for that, though. Um, it makes these properties more valuable. Like that is what I keep hearing about some of the Disney movies that have come out, where they're basically putting them in theater or something like something like Maleficent to, you know. Have it seem like a big property when it's on Disney Plus. So playing with fire, I don't know. I'm sure this is super low budget. Like it's not going to be a big hit, but can it open in double digits? Do you think there's any chances opens at ten? Numbers? No, it's they're they're saying. I mean, the tracking is at eight. Is it? Eight? It's between seven to twelve, and it's tracking at eight. And I can't see Cena is. I know he's big with kids, but. Uh, like he's now looks like Cena is at that level now where The Rock was uh, a few like uh, ten years ago doing his Tooth Fairy doing moves. Tooth Fairy right yeah, so yeah. that's the level he's at this probably Tooth Fairy was kind of a hit it made sixty this is not going to make well, that the, the Rock was I mean he's always been a bigger star than John Cena obviously and when The Rock was in that kids phase and he's doing the Tooth Fairy and the Game Plan and those sort of like Disney movies. Those yeah, those were still hits. Those were moderate hits. So I think we're. I mean, I'm going to say that it's. I'm going to say that it's under the tracking. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say that it beats Midway. Well, I'm gonna say it's gonna beat Midway, but I think Midway is a disaster. I I'm gonna say it hits ten million. Okay. God, does it? Okay. That would be a big win. This if, is a little bit of a root. Yeah. But I'm going to say it hits 10 million midway is like eight or nine. Million. I'm getting daddy daycare vibes. Uh, daddy. I mean, if you're getting daddy daycare vibes. No, I'm getting I'm getting hit. the sequel to daddy daycare that didn't have that had Cuba Gooding Jr. in it and, and Horatio Sands. That's the vibe I'm getting. Sure. But I bet you that opened because this would be the sequel to the 10. movie that had rock in it. Yes. And then this is the second movie that has Cena. Right. And whoever right, the, right. the sidekick was. Right, right, right. Except it's coming out first, and we never have. The so rock it's like it's like it. uh, Benjamin Bratt and Rock. Yes. And now you got like Wasamo, and you got Cena. It's you know this is a little bit of a blind spot for us because maybe kids are gonna be really psyched for this. Like there might be just nonstop ads for this on Nickelodeon and Disney XD that we're not aware of, and the kids are are going to drag their parents out to it on Friday. Yeah. I mean, you're, but it's a movie about firefighters. Like who did kids give a shit about firefighters anymore? I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're heroes, but I mean, you know, kids, kids, kids don't, don't know. Care. Kids don't know history, but they, they, you know what? There might be a big groundswell of kids who could push this up to 10 million because they love John Cena. It's a paramount release. 
So I don't know how much, I don't know the companies that like, I don't know what Paramount streaming service is or their network that they have. What, what is Paramount going to do? That's their thing. They got they the gotta Paramount have one. network, okay. which is a cable channel that used to be Spike TV. Yeah. So if they're pushing on that network, then it's, it's not. Oh, but Paramount, I, I feel like is that's got to be Nickelodeon. Is it? Okay, so he so. might be all over. He might have gotten slimed multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think Paramount is Nickelodeon because Paramount, I think, releases like all of the Nickelodeon property movies. So it's probably just going to be a movie that's going to live forever on Nickelodeon after it's done. Okay. Um, okay. You know what do we got to do? We got to cut the shit. We got to cut the shit. Let's cut the shit. Let's do our top fives. Yeah. Okay. Cut the shit moment of the week is also our top five. Yes. So what? So you, what? Do, what do you think? Okay, You're gonna I'm go gonna first. go. So, uh, Doctor Sleep, number one, a bit, in a big way, in the 30s. Number two is gonna be Last Christmas. Is gonna make if it makes 17 million. I think that's number two. Um, so Dark Fate's dropping like a stone. Yeah, Dark Fate's not gonna make 17 million next week. Dark Fate probably makes. 13 million, 14 million probably. So is that enough to then hold off Joker and Maleficent and all those? Yeah, cuz uh, do you say Joker? Yeah, cuz What did Joker make right now? It it's made 11. Like 11. So then I guess I'm God, am I saying playing with like... Fire 4 and Midway 5? Oh jeez. You know, you might be right. Midway might tank bomb out. So low. That Joker beats it? Because think about that, dude. Can you? Are you really going to put Midway over Joker right now? And am I going to put playing with fire over Joker? I'm going to say, fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah. Playing with feet. fire for Joker whoa. 5. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, so Dr. Sleep last Christmas, then what were you Dark saying? Fate, Dark then Fate, then playing with fire, and then Joker, and then it'll probably be after that uh, Midway will, will, will show up. A little under the midway. Fuck. So you're putting playing with fire. Yeah. And then Joker at five. Yeah. I don't feel great about it. But if I think playing with fire is going to hit 10, Joker probably will be more like eight or nine. Then midway will be like seven million. And you go from there. So that's my top five. Clayton, what is your top five? Okay. I'm going to go with... uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Sleep. Obviously, number Gotta one. Got to go. That's that's our lock of the week. Yeah, lock of the week, Dr. Sleep, number one. Number one. Then I'm going to do you the same thing last Christmas. I think, the, I think the ladies go out. They have brunch. They go see last Christmas. I think she's a draw. Amelia Clark, they like her for some reason in these rom-coms. Uh, so I'm going to go with that. And Henry Golding, rising star. Henry Golding. Yeah, I'm going to say dark so it's a dark great combo. They the two of them is a great Henry combo. Golding is is so handsome. Yes. Yeah, he's he's yeah. a hunk. Yeah, he's a hunk and a half. Uh so Dark Fate opened it so if it goes if it goes under 50, if it drops 60, we're looking at what? Like a we're like, looking at like Well, if it makes 27 28, half of that would be 13 and a half, 14 million. So we're looking, so we're looking at like, you know, 12 million or so. Yeah, I still think it goes I still yeah. think it's there. It can't drop lower than third. That and then I'm going to say Joker, uh, Joker in in fourth. Okay. Uh, and then, man, none of these movies opening. Then I'll say it's either playing with fire or midway at that point. 
Like, I don't think Maleficent is going to be. I, you know what? I got to say, playing with fire because kids. Yeah. Playing with fire because kids. Yeah. I, I think Midway's out of there. We've, we've said it before. One of the laws of box office is you got to feed the kids. Because, I mean. You can't let a kid go hungry. And I think playing with legally. fire. Legally, you can't. Because Abominable went to I'm number not one. Commenting on the morals. Yeah, I yeah I think playing with fire. Yeah, Cena feeds the kids this weekend. Yeah, great. So those are our top fives. If you want to be a boy or want to be a girl, send in your top fives. Mm-hmm. Have you been checking the email? I I have been. Okay. Check. That's all I'll say. Okay. So send in your top fives. It's free for now. Free for now. Right. Not free in the future. Definitely You're going to be not. kicking yourself yeah. when you want us to read it. Yes. And, you, we'll and it's behind a paywall. some people in. Maybe. Maybe. The only way you could find out. Don't test this. us. So what are we looking at? What are we looking Time-wise. at? Time-wise. Time-wise, we're at 49 minutes. So okay, we gotta, here we go. We got to wrap yeah. this up. We got to yeah. wrap this up. So real fast, what we're going like, to take a look at is going to go all the way back to the beginning. Terminator. We're going to look at the Terminator openings, and we're going to look at the Terminator Cumes. Um, so this Terminator is probably going to open around 27, right? Maybe a little bit lower. So production budget, $185 million. Wow. That is rough stuff. Wow. So when we're looking at opening weekends, now Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, opened July 1st, 2003, mm-hmm. opened at 44. Now... That is Good. the largest opening, but its domestic uh, haul was one fifty. Okay, uh, which we, was definitely less than what they would have wanted. Yeah, second in the top openings was Terminator Salvation, the McG reboot with Christian Bale, mm-hmm. which exists only to have that great audio of him yelling at the lighting guy. Yes, please, if you have kids, if you're under twenty five. And Google Christian Bale rant. You will thank us. Yes. So that opened at 42. Went on to one video opened way bigger. That the views are probably yeah. It's those views have to be in the within the millions, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, domestic box office 125. So uh, not as strong as the third one. So we're seeing diminishing results. Now here is the uh, big one. Terminator 2 opening at 31. Now this is 1991. Right. Because Terminator Salvation was 2009. This is 1991 bucks, which 31, we don't do adjusted, but 31 mil, that's like a huge opening. Yeah. Now, yeah that's yeah. like 60. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. 70. Yeah. Went on to make 203. Now, that's the highest domestic gross of any of them. Uh, also, the highest worldwide gross, 5.5. So, so half a billion. So, they've been chasing that dragon since 1991. Yeah. Now, Genesis, underneath that, Oof. opened to 27. Oof. So, same with a... Because it's the same fucking movie. And did Dark Fate is the same movie Did as not break 100 at 89 million domestic. Wow. Does Dark Fate beat that? Does Dark Fate make over 89? No. I say no. I say no. Genesis is going to make more than Dark Fate. Dark oh. Fate is going to completely disappear within the next few weeks. I think you're looking at it makes like 13 next weekend and then it's single digits for a couple of weeks and it's gone. And that was 2015 I think you're looking Genesis. looking at a movie, Dark Fate, that maybe cracks 80, but that's about it. Wow. That's, that's nuts. That's nuts. Because they were expecting a rebound. 
they were expecting at least salvation money, maybe even more. Oh, I think they were expecting way more. I think they thought that because the whole idea of this is it's a direct sequel to T2. Mm-hmm. I think they thought there was a chance this is the biggest sequel other than T2. And that's completely bonkers. That's bonkers. That's bonkers thinking. And then last right now, um, Terminator, the original, uh, 1984, made for $6 million. Wow. Made $4 million opening, 38 domestic. You know, that's, that's a multiplier. And that was a low-budget movie. The only thing that would have made making another Terminator movie worthwhile would have been to go that route and make use the Terminator properties five million make, dollar movie make a low budget movie because they've been remake they've been trying to remake T two the whole series where T two was a giant huge budgeted blockbuster movie they've never attempted to just make Terminator because Terminator is so different than anything else that's followed in the series. Terminator was a low-budget sort of horror movie, mm-hmm. a sci-fi horror movie. If they would have teamed up with like Blumhouse and made like a $10 million Terminator movie with Arnold and with Linda Hamilton, give them huge points. Yeah. But like made it in that style, that would have at least been a hook. That would yeah. have been interesting. Of course, you would have been way less exposed on the budget. So even if the movie made $40 million, it would have been a hit. Yeah. But it would have been interesting. There would have been something there. They have just been trying to remake T2 for 20, some, 25 years. That is such a good point because they're trying to go bigger when they should go smaller. Yeah. And that's how the budgets are going and that you can't compete with the Marvel U. Yeah. Everybody's trying to compete with the Marvel U and it's so expansive and it's so new to people that that they're they're just eating up whatever. Terminator is rusty. Yeah, it's rusty. But you can shake some of that rust off by going back to that original well, like you were saying, like what they did with Halloween. Yeah, we always invoke Blumhouse, but the the Jason Blum is doing the he's doing great things. He resuscitated M Night. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to have some sort of. Uh, vision, and you have to have some sort of thinking outside of the box. And they just kept trying to go bigger, 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 and it's not; it hasn't worked. Yeah. So go smaller. Yeah. I mean, I never want to see another Terminator movie again. I. So you wouldn't I, even see this movie that you just pitched. I wouldn't see it now. I think this would have been the one spot where, if you would have made a totally different version of the Terminator, which I guess is just making the first Terminator. You still could have done that now. Mm-hmm. This is such a dead franchise. It is a joke. Goodwill is gone. It is gone. a laughing stock. No Goodwill. No one wants to see Arnold. No one wants to see Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. No one wants to see Cameron's name above it. You. They brought everyone in and it failed. It's over. It's over. Terminator is done. He's melted. The chip is melted. The war is inevitable. And his arm's going down into the lava and it's not a thumbs up. It's a thumbs down. It's a thumbs down. Yeah. And it's Ebert's thumbs down. Yeah. The most important thumbs down of all. The most iconic. Yes. The only one that matters. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that's it. Well, yeah, we did it. Um, So if you want to send us your top five, uh, how how to watch movies, podcast at Mm gmail.com. Soon it's going to be a different email address. It's going to be a different feed. Yeah. We're going to be doing a new feed. It'll be always be a raw feed, but it'll be a different raw feed. It'll be a different raw feed. So until next week. 
will smell you at the box office. Yes, got, got it. it. Got it. 